Hello and welcome to the Harvard EdCast, a series of conversations with thought leaders in the field of education from across the country and around the world. I'm your host, Matt Weber, and today the Harvard EdCast is on special location at the White House, discussing the educational experiences of the over 2 million military and veteran-connected students in our K-12 classrooms. We're fortunate enough to be speaking with, in my opinion, one of the greatest champions of military families, military children in schools, the second lady of the United States, and rock star community college <laughs> professor, Dr. Jill Biden. Welcome to the EdCast. Oh, hi. Thank you, and thank you for saying that. Thanks, Matt. Well, we appreciate uh, you making some time with us to talk about an issue that I know is important to your heart, uh, a group of people, military children and families, who are making sacrifices every day, and they're often doing so in a largely silent uh, sort of perspective. Yes. Dr. Biden, can you talk a little bit about the military children that you've seen, and what specific challenges that they as military children face? Well, I've um, traveled around this country both with Michelle Obama and Solo, and I've met, I've gone to a lot of different bases, as has she, and we've met with a lot of military children, and you know, they really have um, challenges that most uh, students have not faced. For instance, uh, many of our students or military students move from six to nine times during their school years. This is just their school years. So um, that means that they have to go into a, a new school, make new friends, uh, get on the sports team. So they, you know, but they're, they're really resilient kids and um, that's a lot of what I've seen that that be, that we might think, oh my God, you know, I moved as a child and it was traumatic for me, but actually they look at it as an opportunity and they have a very positive attitude about it. So they uh, go into the classroom and they look forward to making new friends because then they have a lot of old friends or trying out for sports teams um, or are there leaders in their class? So they have a really positive attitude and. And really, they're, they're really resilient, and they're leaders. Now you tell a wonderful story about the kindness that your granddaughter's teacher showed during your son Bo's deployment. It showed us small, small things educators can do to make a big difference. As your family prepares to leave office, I'm wondering if you can talk a little bit about the legacy of this work. What are we doing in ways big and small? What's happening on an individual, on a school level at this point? Okay, well, first I'd like to tell you how Educate the Educators started. And um, so in 2010, Joe and I went to Iraq to visit our troops. And we had been traveling, you know, it takes forever to get to Iraq. And so we, um, we were so tired and we, uh, when we arrived, but we thought, well, I said let, to my staff, let's, let's just go walk around. Let's see what this looks like. So we were on the base of Camp Victory. And um, what you would not expect is these, this huge palace of Saddam Hussein. And uh, so it was so strange to see it in the middle of the desert and the middle of all these dust storms. So we started to walk and, um, and actually there's a lot of water around the palaces because he liked the fish. So these are things you can't even imagine. It's so surreal that here you are in this war-torn country and you see this. So we started to walk through the palace and um, I met three generals who were walking through as well. And I told them of my interest and in, about my son, Bo, who was in the military and actually had been at Camp Victory earlier. And um, so he said, well, I have a story to tell you about 
my own daughter. And I said, and what is that? And he said, well, my, my daughter told me this story about, uh, it was Christmas time, and uh, they were having their Christmas pageant. And the, the Ave Maria music was playing. And one of the little girls burst into tears and ran out of the pageant. And the, and the teacher ran after her and said, what's the matter? What's the matter? And she said, that's the song that they played at my daddy's funeral. And her father had died in Iraq. And, you know, it really bothered me. I thought, what are we missing? What are we missing here? That her teacher would not know that she was a military child and that her daddy had died. So it, it bothered me the whole night. So the next morning, I went into um, to my team, to my staff, and I said, you know what? I'm an educator. This is unacceptable. You know, I'm, it's just we, we have to do something about this. So at that moment, the educator, Educate the Educators was born. Like, we have to go and talk to teachers and fix this problem. So that's when we started to uh, talk to um, teaching colleges and universities and saying, you, teachers have to be aware. They have to know who's in their classrooms. And they have to be aware of what child is, whose, whose parent is deployed, or what parent just came back that maybe it's a little rocky at home because, you know, the mom or the dad has been away for a year and now they're going through the reintegration problem. Or, you know, the worst horrible thing is that maybe a child has lost a mom or a dad fighting a war. So, um, so I went out, we went out, and actually we worked on it, and we got 100 colleges, over 100 colleges, to commit to putting this into their curriculum. And so I feel like we're gonna, we're making progress, we're continuing to make progress, and um, there's really so much teachers can do to celebrate military children in their classrooms. Right, it's really, really such important work. I didn't know that backstory. What a fantastic uh, way to come about focusing on that. A little bit about what military children can teach their classmates and their teachers. There's a focus on educating the educators and how we can help military children, but sort of turning the tables. What can military children uh, do and, and, and show to their classmates and their teachers? Well, you know, I think teachers are so uh, creative um, I went into one classroom that I visited at Fort Riley, and uh, one of the teachers had Google Boxes. And so uh, she was using Google Boxes to talk about, um, I think it was Greece. And so they all had Google Boxes. And so the military children who had been to Greece, who had been uh, stationed there, uh, actually were telling their other classmates about the different things that they were seeing on their Google boxes. So, you know, there's so many ways to bring it into the classroom. And I can tell you, in my own classroom, where I teach, the first day I say, who in here is in the military? Or who is military connected? And I identify them. And then the other students in the class know who they are. So. When, we, when I'm teaching something that maybe they might know something about, I call on them because then they're the expert. So I draw them in to the conversation and um, 
it just makes a different voice that uh, just reaffirms what I've what I've said to the class. Yeah, crowdsourcing the yeah. sort of pedagogy. <laughs> Wonderful, very inclusive. And on that subject, you've been a working teacher throughout your time in the White House. And simply, I, I wonder, what do you love so much about teaching, so much so that you keep doing it when you have a couple hundred things to do on your plate each and every well, day? Well, you know, what's not to love? I mean, every day is different. Um, my students are, you know, really what it's all about. Uh, teaching at the community college, um, you know, I have a lot of students who really need uh, skills and and so I, I always say to them, now you have 12 years of bad habits from kindergarten to 12th grade, and they give me four months to you know, remediate and correct all this. But um, it's really about giving them a chance and uh, you know, getting a job and working toward getting a degree. So uh, they're fascinating. My, I find my students fascinating. Their stories are fascinating. But I feel my job as, as a teacher is to give them the confidence in themselves and then in their writing skills, because I teach writing. So um, I, I look, you know, like all teachers, I mean, you cannot be a teacher if you don't love your job. You know, you just can't do this day after day. And uh, I look forward to it every day I'm in the classroom. We have so many educators who listen to this show who will be very <laughs> happy to hear that endorsement and so happy to hear uh, all the good things you have to say um, across the board. So in, a, in addition to being a fantastic advocate, educator, and role model, we're going to focus on two other final things to inform our two gifts yeah. to you. One, you are very stylish and very cool. That's, a, that's an objective <laughs> fact, okay? So we got you a very trendy Vineyard oh, Vines Harvard Ed nice. School bag. Thank there you go. You. Oh, Do whatever you want with it. Give regift it. And your colors and our everything. Our colors, everything. Yes. Yeah. Our, our little seal. That's the oh, education. It could be my school. new book bag. It could Thank be. You. It could be. You're welcome. Thank and you. and number two, we know you are a Phillies fan. Uh, definitely a Phillies fan. So there was some talk about busting you by bringing you a Red Sox cap because mm -hmm. we're coming from. Cambridge. Yes. I wouldn't dare do that, but more appropriately, we have a custom jersey of the Harvard Ed School summer softball team, <laughs> and the team is known lovingly as the Harvard Ed Sox. Very cute. Okay, so, so I'll, you can, I'll wear this when I go running. Okay, thank you. good. Thanks. But uh, you're officially an honorary member, and uh, just thank you for all the work that you do for oh, veterans, military, family, children, and educators across the world. Thanks. That's where my heart is. Thank you. This has been the Harvard EdCast, a production of the Harvard Graduate School of Education. I'm your host, Matt Weber. Thank you kindly for listening. <laughs>